much. Hi everyone, I'm Marcus, an alcoholic and an adult child. I also identify as an addict. Um, yes, it's really good to be here um, and being of service. And um, and I think this, you know, this is the step twelve. You know, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, I can pass this on. My experience can benefit others. Um, which is amazing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I came into I came into AA when I in the, on the twenty fifth of April two thousand and nineteen. Um, I started ACA. I came into ACA when I was about one year, maybe a year and a half after doing some Alanons. Um, um, these 12 steps keep me alive and they have um i don't say that lightly when i say that i mean it these these steps the fellowship of aa and aca have saved my life and continue to save my life daily um i suppose i can give you know give a little i've never done an aa or a, aa aca a double winners chair before but in all honesty, I just, I think it all comes down to that, you know, the illness that lies within my head. As I, I call it, the voice in my head wants me dead. The dis-ease of self-hatred. The dis-ease that tells you you don't have it. The ism. I put all of, all of my addictions under one umbrella, to be honest. Um, some people don't like that when I say in a meeting, because honestly, I, the reason why I say that is because AA, NA, like all the substances have to go. They all have to go. And I can tell you, I was taking many, like a lot. And I only went into AA. And it was it was stemmed really from a, from a place of that I was so, um, I was really ashamed that I'd taken drugs. I don't know why, but to me, a drug addict was more shameful than an alcoholic. So I thought, whatever. I can do alcoholic. I can do that. I can say that. And um, and a lot of the people looked more shinier than the ones in NA. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I can do this. Um, but going, yeah, going, giving a little bit about my, my, my drinking and uh, both my parents are alcoholics and my mum is an addict as well and I won't go into too much the hurt only because I've realized I've been recorded and my head's going oh my gosh imagine I you know I don't want to say too much of what their dysfunction you know their alcoholism their addiction the pain that you know their illness put on me um, but there was a lot, you know, it, there was, there was a lot of pain and neglect. They weren't there. And I'm learning to let go of it from ACA after I felt those feelings, as, you know, once they're all felt, I believe then I can let them go. Um, but that takes time. And, um, but regards to my drinking, when I became an alcoholic, just I, I just I, I really truly believe in my heart that 
if there is any any slight form of um, trauma or and some thing is I hear some people go I've never had trauma I, I, I you know my mom and dad were all loving they're all fine but I think trauma can come in many different levels and it's, if you haven't trauma if you haven't been traumatized with quite a severe trauma like I don't know you know the sexual abuse or, or violence um, bullying you know I had a lot of bullies at school and they used to bully me I'm, I'm writing a script at the moment that involves one of the what, ha what happened to me in one of the instances was, you know, this, this boy used to bully me and, and he stuck a cigarette and put it out on my face. That's a trauma, right? And some people go, oh, that's just being bullied at school. It's not. I remember that. I was 11 years old. That stuck with me. I can feel the pain of my 11-year-old my Marcus. I can feel the fear in that moment that the 11 year old Marcus had. I can feel it. So it's affected me, it's traumatized me and it's got, that's gone through all of my life. And all of these, all of these little, so what I'm saying is some people don't realize that they've, they've had trauma. And I think that's what, that's what the ACA is giving me. And I haven't worked the steps yet in ACA. Um, I find it very difficult to find a sponsor. Um, but I think with any, with any of the fellowships or any, or the, this stuff works by being honest. Um, I go very much by that amazing big book. And I you know, do have the big, the bigger, big book. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I, I came into the rooms very broken. And I can't, when I say broken, I had multiple suicide attempts. Um, from drinking and using um, and to, to, to cover up all of my pain. As soon as I found drink when I was 12, there was nothing going to stop me. As soon as I felt what alcohol could do for me, there was nothing was going to stop me. And because I was from a hometown called Western Supermare, which funny enough is like rehab country, um, I, I didn't really get hold of anything like drugs when I was very young. If I'd have, if I hadn't have had this real huge fear, like, I mean, this deep fear of what people think of me, it's, it's like, I never, it's on another level. Like it's, it's serious, but that actually, that was, that defect or shortcoming coming was for me because that stopped me picking up drugs way later. Like it stopped me picking it up because I felt very, apologies to talk about drugs, uh, if people find that it's not relevant, but um, but it stopped me. And that's why I knew that those that defect at that time served me. It, you know, my defect as in what, what is there's another word for them? They were my defenses of character rather than my defects. They actually served me at that time, I feel but they don't serve me anymore, for sure. That caring about what people think of me, just it just gets me in a right rut. And, and it doesn't matter what people think because it's none of my business what is going on in any of your heads. Um, but yeah, so I did, I came in very broken um, off, off a sectioning, my second or third sectioning, I can't even remember which one. Well, it would have been after the third, but... And... Um, 
there was just what could, I, I, you know, I, I don't even really know ever what to say. I, it's, it really for me, it's, it's this. All of this does work if you're willing and honest to, to work the steps and get a sponsor and read the big book through um, with your sponsor. And if it's ACA, like I said, I haven't done the work in in in, in this fellowship, but it all for me, that's just self care, self love, reparent yourself, be kind. If you want to know, like it's like alcoholism, like I said, the illness in my head that wants me dead. It doesn't say anything nice. Nothing, none of the voices, whether they be little Marcus, teenage Marcus, adult, none of the voices are nice that run through my mind. It has been, it is a, it's a dialogue of you're a piece of shit, you are worth nothing, you will get nothing. And if you get something, it's by coincidence and you don't deserve that. And it reels off all of your stuff. Like, I mean, it's, if only it was the opposite, right? <laughs> if only it was positive thoughts. But that's what I believe this program can do. It's to change that way. It's to change that thinking for me. If, if I'm talking more the the program of AA, but it is to change that thinking and my perception of the world and um, and and issues that come up. Um, but oh, I find this really like difficult because I keep going from AA and ACA. Um, I with within there was a chap that. In AA, he was 10, eight years sober that told me about ACA. And if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would have come in. And I love those people like angels to me that give me these other fellowships because AA is my mothership. It has to be because that, that, that reminds me that I'm an alcoholic and that I am powerless over alcohol and drugs. And I can't pick up that because I can't stop. I've never drank normally. And when I found drugs, I never used them normally. It was either all or nothing. As Five minutes, Marcus. Thanks, Cam. It was all, all or nothing, all or nothing. So that for me, it's that is my foundation to to um, to then more would be revealed. I believe that more would be revealed. It says that in the big book, but I think more would be revealed is in other fellowships like this one, like ACA. It is because I've got to peel those layers. But I tell you what, anybody in here that is working the, the steps or, or willing to come into ACA and do this are spiritual warriors in my eyes, spiritual warriors or whatever, you know, you don't identify as whatever, but I mean just strong people to be able to do this because it takes a lot. Because I didn't realize I was bottling up and drugging up all of my, my feelings and my pains and my hurts, even excitement I didn't ever really feel because I just drink on it and use, nothing was felt. So when that all goes down, by God, it was so painful. And sometimes it still is because, and this this is what ACA is. When I come in here, I share about all of those, the, the, the things that happened to me when I was a child or going through my teenagers, my teenage years, and then going on to college and being around all of these these uh, these people, these, these boys and girls, I went to a, I went to a college, I got a scholarship, it was just mad that I just suddenly was out of my, my toxic home and then I was around all these middle class, upper class families in this this school that we stay at and just theatre school and I was just like, whoa, by God did I feel fucking different. I was just like completely different. I was, I, I was completely different to all of what a normal child gets brought up in a loving, a, a loving family, a loving, it's, it was mad. I didn't... Re- 
there was just something in me, but my head saying, you're different, Marcus. You feel that shame, Marcus. You're never going to fit in here, Marcus. And to be like, without blowing my own trumpet, it was my musical theatre teacher who said to me, you do realise that you are the, you have done, you've done the least training and you are the most talented one here. Because I felt then I could express my pains and everything through my performing. Um, I don't know why I went on to that, really. I got a little bit emotional when I thought that. Because it is, it's realising, God, um, the higher power stuff is so important to me. It is everything. God is either everything or nothing. And God was seriously not my everything when I came in and got sober. I can tell you that. It was not what I wanted to to believe in. I hated God. I had a problem with these Christians that took me in with their family because my mum was obviously something all happened there. And then I got taken in by it. It went all wrong. So my hate for it. But now I love it because it is of my understanding. It is anything. The moon, the sun, the love that I get, the unconditional love that I can get from people in the rooms. When I'm feeling nothing and I can be in a room of AA or ACA and I'm like, wow, I can identify and suddenly... I get this like thick energy feeling around me. I'm like, oof, that's my higher power. That's my higher power today. And it's just been activated from all of you. Um, I just want to sort of go into, if I drop like maybe a minute or so, I don't know how long I've got my phone turned off. But I just want to say that how I keep sober and 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 sane is by is by one, coming to meetings as much as possible. It's a big thing for the meet the meetings. I sponsor about, I sponsor three or four three or four uh, people in, in AA um, and and I take it one day at a time and it's not been easy for me at all. I found get coming in and staying sober because there's all this, let's rack up the, re the, the years in here. But for me, uh, okay, I'm nearly four years, but the quality of the work that I put in is so, it, I want quality over quantity because I'm so desperate and willing to change. I don't want to have this void in me that if I don't do any of my spiritual practice, which is on the morning, get wake up and get on my knees and pray for a sober day, and that I can be of use, take away my difficulties, God, so I can be of use to you and be of service. Why? Because it, it makes me feel good. I feel good. I feel like I was born to help people because really deep, because I feel things so intensely. When I help someone and they say, you've helped me, I'm like, oh, that's great. That's enough for me. That's enough. Whatever happens on externally, we're just passing through this world and it is an external world. So it's so hard for me to go into this compare and despair and I do it all the time. But really deep down, my primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics or people or, or anyone really who's suffering. But my, my main people are obviously is my fellowship, the 12 steps. But that's it. You know, I, I get up, I do my prayers. I speak to someone, my sponsor have my juice I make sure I hydrate all of these self-care stuff that I never I used to do before and that's that's what ACA helps me do I didn't you know I, I was maybe when I came to the rooms and gone through my life being that 11 year old boy alcohol stunted my my growth spiritually and mentally and now from doing all of this and, and being of service and oh, like I said, taking it one day at a time, and sometimes it's an hour at a time. I still suffer from all the, the nerve pain in my neck, my lower back, my body is, but I, I just carry on because again, I, I just say, God is either everything or nothing, you know? And my faith is dead without working it. 
So I just got to keep working it until it works, and it does work if we work for it. That's why I love it. In the, in the promises in, a, in AA, it says it works if we work for it. If, don't do the work, we don't get it. Thank you, Cam. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I hope someone.